Hey everyone, I'm David Chalian, the CNN political director. This is a special edition of the CNN political briefing on the Georgia Senate runoff elections. This is part two of our five-part series where we take a closer look at why these two Senate runoff races matter so very much. In today's episode, we're going to take a closer look at the candidates running in one of those races, Republican David Perdue and Democrat John Ossoff. In the November election, Purdue received 49.7% of the vote, and Ossoff received 47.9% of the vote. Since neither of them hit the 50% plus one mark, the runoff election was triggered. So today, we'll take a dive into their backgrounds and their proposals for the future of the country. First, let's look at the incumbent Republican in this race, Senator David Perdue. I've spent my life learning how to deal with large, complex situations like I found at Reebok and Dollar General. But I have over 40 years of experience in the real world. Purdue, as he alludes to in that ad, is a 70-year-old former stock trader and Fortune 500 executive for well-known companies like Reebok Brand and Dollar General. In 2014, he first ran for Senate as a political outsider. During that race, he defeated six other Republican candidates in the primary and then beat his Democratic opponent by nearly 200,000 votes, a much bigger margin than the roughly 88,000 he came out ahead of Ossoff in the November general election. In the Senate, Purdue has certainly been a close Trump ally and was one of the first senators to endorse the president in 2016. His first cousin serves in the Trump administration, Agriculture Secretary Sonny Purdue. In many ways, Purdue has built his campaign around his closeness to the White House and President Trump. We've got to protect what we did for four years. And the way to do that is to get Kelly Loeffler and David Purdue reelected. While his opponent frames him as a lackey of Trump, in the runoff, Purdue has focused on framing his stump speeches around the notion of being a firewall against President-elect Biden. Remember, control of the United States Senate is at stake. He also hammers away at the criticism of Democrats as trying to pursue socialism. We're going to make darn sure that the road to socialism never runs through the state of Georgia. Purdue has also embraced President Trump's baseless claims of election fraud while simultaneously trying to turn out his own base to vote. That's a really difficult line to walk to suggest that there was a fraudulent election in some way, an illegitimate election that took place on November 3rd, but please come out and participate right now in another election that is already underway with early voting and will culminate on January 5th. One clear political stumbling block for Senator Perdue in this election has been this controversy of his stock sales. The Justice Department opened a probe into his stock sales for possible insider trading earlier this year, but declined to pursue charges, the New York Times has reported. The inquiry looked at Purdue's sale of more than a million dollars worth of stock in Cardlytics. It's a financial company he once served as a board member of in the spring ahead of the economic slowdown fueled by the coronavirus pandemic. This inquiry has proven to be fodder for his opponent, who has called him a, quote, crook and accused him of trying to profit from the pandemic. David Purdue has been treating his office like his E-Trade account. Is it too much to ask that the people we elect to serve us serve us and not themselves? Purdue also publicly mocked the first name of Vice President-elect Harris, his colleague in the Senate, for nearly four years. Now let's get to know the Democratic candidate hoping to oust Senator Purdue, John Ossoff. What's happening in Georgia right now is special. 
You got the young Jewish son of an immigrant running alongside a black preacher, building a grassroots movement for health and jobs and justice for the people. Before Ossoff decided to run for public office, he was an investigative journalist and documentary filmmaker. He gained national recognition in 2017 when he sought to turn Georgia's 6th Congressional District blue after incumbent Republican Tom Price left to become President Trump's Health and Human Services Secretary. The race received national attention and tons of outside money as one of the first elections of the Trump era. Ossoff lost that race to Republican Karen Handel, but the seat eventually flipped blue in 2018. In high school, Ossoff interned for the late Congressman John Lewis. Lewis went on to become his mentor and played a major part in his political campaigns. More than ever before, we need a leader. We need someone like John Ossoff. We need his kindness. We need his leadership. The 33-year-old candidate would be the youngest sitting senator if elected. Ossoff has also run closely with the top of his ticket, President-elect Biden. Like Biden, Ossoff supports a public option, not Medicare for All, and does not support the Green New Deal, to name a few policies. And since Biden's hard-fought and history-making win in Georgia, he has overwhelmingly focused on combating the pandemic, pledging to work with President-elect Biden while saying his opponents want to block prevention measures, like he does in this ad. Look, the only way to beat this virus is to give our new president the chance to succeed. I'll work with Joe Biden to empower the medical experts. But David Perdue says he'll do everything in his power to make sure Joe Biden fails. He's also campaigned on the idea that Washington is full of special interests and politicians putting themselves first. As we discussed earlier, he's tried to make his opponent the very poster child of that idea. Ossoff has been accused by Republicans of having ties to China through his production company. But evidence for this is pretty slim. Ossoff's production company produced a documentary that, according to factcheck.org, was licensed to a Chinese media company by a distributor, not by Ossoff's own firm. When you look at the matchup of these two candidates, a business executive with close ties to President Trump, who's on his way out the door, and a former documentary filmmaker whose only political experience is a loss in a congressional race. Well, no one really thought this is what could decide the balance of power in the United States Senate. That's it for today's special edition of the CNN Political Briefing. Our next episode in this series will drop on Monday, when we'll be taking a closer look at the other two candidates running in the other Senate seat in Georgia, Republican Kelly Loeffler and Democrat Raphael Warnock. And if you have any questions about these runoff elections in Georgia, please email us at askelection101 at cnn.com, and we'll answer them in a future episode. Thanks so much for listening, and please take a moment and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. We'll talk to you on Monday. CNN Political Briefing is a production of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is the executive producer, and Haley Thomas is the senior news producer. Raj Makija is our senior production manager. Our episodes are produced by Will Cadigan, Taylor Galgano, Mimi Muteza, and David Toledo, and engineered by Francisco Monroy. <laughs>